Well, in this very, very last devotion on the promises of the new covenant, how to encounter God, we're looking at Romans 8, 28, and I'm calling it the skyscraper promise, the skyscraper promise. We're going to read verse 28 to 30 in Romans 8, and you probably know it. You could probably sing it as a tune with me if I were to sing it. It says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. I wanted for us today just to focus on verse 28, but we have to also read verses 29 and 30 like I just did in order to understand the footing upon which this promise is built. Romans 8.28, God works all things to the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose, is saying that God is so supremely in charge of this world that all the things that happen to Christians in particular are so ordered in such a way that they serve our good. The Christian or the believer understands and knows that the word good um, is meant here in a very different sense. By the word good, I want us to see it and understand it as spiritual good. We do not call gold good as believers, but we call faith good as believers. I do not think it's always good for us to increase our riches, or some ought not to increase their stature, or their fame, or their prosperity. But what I do know is that it is always good for us to grow or increase in grace. So what this word good means in Romans 28, 28 is spiritual good. Tribulation or distress or persecution that Paul talks about later on in this chapter or peril or sword will all work together for the good of those who love God. So this very dependable and certain hope of the believer is not that we will escape distress or peril or even hunger, but that our God will make every one of our disappointments and every one of our sufferings an instrument of his mercy to do us spiritual good. What you meant for evil, Joseph said to his brothers who sold him into slavery, God meant for good. And so it is with every calamity or thing that happens to us, from the stubbing of your toe on a coffee table in the middle of the night, all the way to the glory of the stars in the sky, all those things, God meant it for your good. What I wanted to um, illustrate for you this morning is a big building means a big foundation. Uh, when I was in a big city many, many years ago, about seven years ago, I was walking around and they'd usually board up places where they're digging new foundations. And um, they boarded up quite well, so you can't even see through. But there was a little gap through some of these enormously high panels hiding away this construction project. 
And as I could see through the little gap, I could look down. And I was at road level and I looked down. Now, I'm an engineer. I've seen some big foundations and big footings. But I looked down and down, down, down there, I saw an enormous excavator. Not only one, but two or three of them still digging. And I thought to myself, my goodness, something enormous has to be built here if excavators seem to be getting lost in the volumes for its foundations. There were dump trucks driving around inside where the foundations would be poured. I must have, it must have been about five to seven or eight stories deep at least. Um, what can we infer from this? I would infer that something very big is going to sit on top of that place since a lot of very deep foundation is being dug. The bigger the building, the bigger the foundation needs to be. Now, this skyscraper that we're talking about is Romans 8.28. When it comes to the architecture of promises, there are not any bigger buildings, in my opinion, than Romans 8.28. This structure is absolutely staggering in its size. It is massive. It is huge. This infinitely wise, infinitely powerful God of ours pledges to us to make everything, every single thing, beneficial to his people. Think about that. Every single thing beneficial to you. Not just nice or good or great things, but even horrible things, like tribulation or distress that Paul talks about. What extra brick could you possibly lay on top of this high, high skyscraper promise to make it even taller? You couldn't, because all things means all things. If you live inside this massive promise, your life is as solid as the rock of Gibraltar. Nothing can blow you over since the walls of Romans 8.28 is holding you firm. Outside of Romans 8.28, um, I think it's confusion and anxiety and fear and uncertainty the uncertainty of straw houses, I would say. If we did not have Romans 8.28 as a promise, all things would be anxiety or calamity. Once you walk through the door of love into this massive, unshakable structure, this huge skyscraper of Romans 8.28, everything in your life changes. There comes into your life a stability, a depth, and a freedom. You simply can't be blown about anymore. The confidence that our sovereign and wonderful God governs our good, uh, then all the pain and all the pleasures you'll ever experience is absolutely incomparable to the refuge and security and hope that we have in God's love. No promise in all the world surpasses the height and the breadth and the weight of Romans 8.28. So if this is the skyscraper, this wonderful promise of Romans 8.28. The foundation has to be great. The foundation of this massive structure must be extraordinarily deep and strong. And indeed it is. And that is what verse 29 is about when it begins with the word for. 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 For he has chosen us, made us his own. He foreknew us, predestined us, that he... Um, justified us. He called us. 
this means or that means that the basis, the ground, the foundation of this massive structure in Romans 8.28 is found in what follows on. And we should not be surprised that it takes an awesome foundation to support a very awesome promise. Verse 29 and 30 assures us of God's eternal love, that he loved us and foreknew us before we even got here, that he adopted us into his household when we were yet sinners, that he set us in good standing with himself through his son. That's what it means to be justified. And that he called us to reign with him in glory. That is the firm foundation that Romans 8.28 stands on. So that you can say, all things work to the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. My prayer is that your confidence in this promise will grow exponentially and that a renewed stability and strength and freedom and hope and joy that your life will have will be unending. And it'll be proof to the world that our God reigns and that our God is love. I hope this devotion blessed you this morning. Let's pray together. Yes, Heavenly Father, we come and we give you thanks for the insurmountable promises layered here in Romans 8.28. Not only that you love us, but that you're working all things for our good. Father, I pray that you would give us the, this firm foundation of your love so that when the storms of life would blow, we would remain strong, knowing that you are making all things, whether they are good or bad, turning them and working them for our good. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.